My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Good morning, video games. Welcome once again to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. With me as always... Hey, Tommy. It's Ben Vanell here. And with me as always... Hey, Tommy. Really full of energy. Yeah, I, I'm, li- I'm slouched over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you look like you're uh, like angry at your son. <laughs> I am because, yes. but that, I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, yeah. He's not why I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my name's up Adam all night. Knox. What were you doing up all night? Just thinking about my son. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you're coming to us from a tropical island mm. that you are currently yep. stationed in with what I believe I could hear before was a significant audio delay mm. caused mm-hmm. by your dumbass brain. <laughs> Taking forever to interpret language. Your brain's so small that it's so far inside the skull that the sound has to travel ages to hit the brain. That's the issue. Right. My my brain is beyond the little cartoon of a cow that when I have a thought, you kind of zoom in and get an x-ray view of my head. Yes. And you see the little 50s-style cartoon cow trying to interpret the message. Yeah. And then he takes it to the brain. And so every piece of mm. information I receive takes a good five minutes from it happening to me actually understanding what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you just said was relevant to what we were talking about about 11 minutes ago. Exactly, but sure. Yeah. We have to keep doing this. <laughs> we have to keep checking back in on what we said That's earlier. There's a lot of editing that goes yeah. into the production of this podcast. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I am in, uh, I'm in exile at the moment mm-hmm. in uh, Tropical Islands. Do you guys want to do a fashion report? Do you want to describe to the people what I'm wearing? Because we are doing this over video link. Sure. Well, if you're in yes. exile, I'm assuming Napoleon-style old-fashioned onesie rags <laughs> oh, that they yeah. used to have back in the French days. Mm-hmm. I mean, France still exists, yep. but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, who, who's there in exile with you? Um, you know, just all the great political prisoners. Um, mm, sure. Assange, he's here with me. Whoa. Um, How's he looking? Yeah. Assange and uh, Pammy Anderson, they're in the next bungalow. What are they wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you would have seen videotapes. You can uh, you can use your imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's wearing a shirt that says "Free Pussy Riot," mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> he's wearing a shirt that says "Free Pussy." <laughs> <laughs> um, now, nah, boys, I'm in some swimmers oh. and naught else. How do you feel about that? Damn, that is the opposite of us. We're yeah. both in plaid shirts. Yeah, we are. Yeah, the warmest <laughs> thing that a self conscious man is allowed to wear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> accurate. Yes. I've got uh, I've got my um, comfy uh, tracky pants on. Yeah, wearing my black jeans, my signature 
Black denim. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some uh, seventeen dollars slip-on Kmart shoes on my feet. Now, can we can we head back north a little bit, uh, Knox? I'd love to get a little warmer up yeah, towards yes. the equator. Yeah, let's do it. Where's your shirt from? Uh, good question. I've had it for a while. Target, I reckon. Okay, All it's right. a cheap sort of red, red and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and black Like an Italian tablecloth <laughs> Yep <laughs> Covered in pasta <laughs> I, uh, I, I did have pasta for dinner before It oh. was mwah, yeah. Disgusting <laughs> uh, Yeah it's, it's a pretty simple one mm-hmm. Creased sleeves from being rolled up But they're down right. at the moment to maximise warmth Yeah Smart uh, ben, yours is yellow, blue, and a little bit of magenta. Mm. It's a nice, it's a nice plaid. This one, like magenta, <laughs> with a tip of the hat. Uh, I was gonna M apostrophe gender. Yeah. Yes, yep. I was gonna say mine's from Uniqlo, and I highly recommend it. Right, it's a good shirt. It's a, it's very comfortable. It's very soft, very warm. Now, what if I need more than one clo? Where am I gonna go then? Buy clo. Buy clo, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> What a joke. <laughs> right out early out of the gate. I've yep. absolutely done it. Yep. I think we're all tired other than Tommy. He's fucking... <laughs> Tommy's on holiday. We've, we've both worked today. Yep. Uh, I've been on my feet all day. And let me tell you, I hate my feet. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. do not do the job. I've been on someone else's feet all day. I'm I'm feeling great. Yeah. you. How's your new job as an acrobat? <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. Tell, um, tell me what you've been doing a lounge, Tommy. Mm. What have I been doing today? Mm, um, yeah. I got up, I got on the motorbike that I've hired. I went for a little mm-hmm. ride around the island I'm on. Um, I went for a run along the beach. That was very nice. And then I had a little bit of lunch and then I came back here in preparation for talking to my two friends over the internet. God damn. Wow. And yeah, the internet there is cutting out. Hey, so if we miss something that each other said, some people noted you were relatively quiet on the last episode. Mm. And I think <laughs> yeah. that that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you're the strong <laughs> silent type. That's that's awesome. The truth is I am between doing this in Europe over Skype for a bit mm-hmm. and then having one week back and then now doing two weeks of it here, I am... Absolutely overdoing this show by myself over Skype. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, very, it's very hard being on the other end of a conversation. This would be easier if it was just two people that did the show and it was one of you over Skype, but having to like sure, listen into a conversation of two people in the same room is, is very difficult. Yeah, if it was just a phone conversation between two people, that's fine. Mm. Mm. But that's really, common, <laughs> yeah. if anything. Yeah, I mean, not for yeah. me. I prefer to text, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we're looking forward to having you back, Tommy, for good. And then five weeks later, I'm going to go to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then about five weeks after that, I'm going overseas. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we are lucky that we live in a time where this is... It is doable, but um, but yeah, I, I last week, it's hard to find the balance between not uh, jumping in and talking over people because you can't really hear the conversation properly. And then last week just going, I'll just sit and wait and then (laughs) talking about three times on the whole episode. Yeah, we have to learn to throw to you better, I think. That's that's fair. (laughs) That's that's on us. Um, Well, I'll throw to you, Tommy, so you can give people a description of, speaking of travel, our global world tour on which we are embarking this July. Yes, so we kick off the tour... July the 13th in Melbourne at the Cooper's Inn. We're doing a live show, which will be a bit of stand-up, bit of live filthy casuals chat, 
Then we uh, pack up the suitcases. We get in the <laughs> private jet. Um, ben has his pilot's license, yep. so he drive. He flies us around everywhere. Our faces are painted on the side of the plane. Um, My face is painted on the front of the plane, like on the actual <laughs> nose, like I'm the plane. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> yes, plane. Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah. because I'm yep. flying. That only makes sense. <laughs> There's an anime drawing of me having sex with Hello Kitty on one of the uh, wings. It's pretty yes. tastefully done. You may have seen it uh, if you've ever been uh, up in the sky. <laughs> and um, Adam, just remind me because it's been so long since we've been on tour. What, what's the what are you what what's your just your um, painting doing on the plane? Well, mine is the banner that drags behind the plane, not the oh, painting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the banner is uh, a full European medieval style banner that they used to wave around right. to intimidate others in battle. Yes. Uh, but it's just blue because I couldn't think of anything to put on there. Oh, great. <laughs> and honestly, against the backdrop of the sky, not particularly visible. No, it doesn't make much of an impact. <laughs> no. So a lot of people fly into that banner yeah. and get uh, get into a lot of uh, aeronautical trouble. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I will say I'm glad that we have the banner now because initially there was a bit of conflict because we accidentally uh, left you off the plane when we were painting it. <laughs> so for a long time, what the plane had to do instead was just be constantly sky riding an illustration of your face. Yes. Just kind of every every few hundred kilometres in the air. And that was not an, not an effective way of getting around at all. Really took a long time because I tell you what, I don't have a small face and I insisted upon detail. <laughs> <laughs> But it, my blue banner represents me well enough, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, we made the banner, like, five times as long as the plane to yeah. compensate for our mistake, but mm-hmm. you did decide mm. to have a uh, blank. Yeah, blue banner, mm. it plays the bulk, is turns into the bulk. <laughs> oh, very good. The bulk. <laughs> yeah, the bulk. Whatever, I'm running at 50%. Tommy, where do we go after anyway. we've done our Melbourne show on the 13th of July? Yeah, yeah, we're July. still in the air at this point. Yeah, anyway, that plane takes us to Sydney on July 21 and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Tickets are on sale for both of those now. I guess filthycasuals.com.au is the best place to go for links to tickets. There's a post there that has links to both shows. Melbourne's selling quite fast and Sydney we haven't even promoted before right now Yeah, and is also selling relatively fast. So if you want to come, buy tickets. Hell yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to come... Just buy tickets anyway. Yeah, yeah. What? Come on. Come on. Just fucking do it. Nah, if you're in a different country, you don't have to do it. But if you are, (laughs) then you can get the Doom Bandcamp commentary, the Doom movie commentary that we've done. For the movie Doom. (coughs) The movie Doom from 2005. And we'll be putting up another Bandcamp relatively soon. Yes. About a little game series. Yes. Should we announce this now? Uh... Yeah, Let's sure. Let's just give a, cl- a vague clue. Okay. Well, in, on an unrelated note, I've been uh, playing Final Fantasy IX. Oh. I'm really enjoying it. Interesting. It, yeah. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be going up relatively soon. Um, cool. Yep. Yeah. Final Fantasy well, actually, uh, speaking of... Uh- Who's that? They're not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> really making him comfortable with uh, just jumping in and talking nah, a lot. <laughs> please do jump in. I'm sorry. Like the fucking I, uh, swimming pools that you're lounging around. Yes. Please, Tommy, jack off into me. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> I'm happy to call this a 10-minute episode, boys. Let's not get any better than that. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, I was playing a bit of uh, Final Fantasy VII last night, mm-hmm. and I'm still pretty early on in that game, but I got up to a bit quite early on where 
you have to, in order to gain access to a mansion, you have to do a bit of cross-dressing. Yep. And oh, it is handled yes. in, as you would expect, from uh, a certain part of the world at a certain era of time. Mm-hmm. Not handled particularly tastefully. That's really now, weird, Tommy. I have been replaying Final Fantasy VII as well. Um, sort of, I'd started like months ago, and I just happened to get up to the exact same bit like two nights ago. Huh. Mm. And yeah, it's fucked. It's not. It's really. It's not good. There's also a. a it's segment dodgy, isn't it? Within that segment, where there's like an inn that you visit, the Honey Bee Inn. Yeah. Which some news yep. has come out about. Um, I think just today or yesterday, um, regarding the the remake and that. Segment is probably even worse than the the, the greater um, cross dressing segment. So I'll read just the headline of the Gamatsu article about it. Final Fantasy VII remake director Tetsuya Nomura confirms Honeybee and cross dressing event, new events, dialogue options, and enemies. So that is in the remake also. So yeah, it it, right. it is a it, so that yeah, it's weird. Mm. Yeah, it really it it would have stuck out anyway, but it stuck out even more so playing it now that we know a bit more. Well, yeah, that the release that the um, remake has a release date and everything, mm. and just kind of thinking about, yeah, how will that be handled in the remake? Do we know? Is it in terms of dialogue? Is it a? Is it kind of? Is it a line for line? Like, is it is it one for one, or are they going to veer off and? So here, change up bits because yeah. Here is the uh, specific stuff they've said from their. Um, it was a Famitsu mm-hmm. interview that he did, mm-hmm. Japanese uh, video game magazine. Uh, so there are quite a bit of dialogue. This is roughly translated. There are quite a bit of dialogue options where you're making so the dialogue changes depending on your response. So the sheer volume of dialogue has increased and specifically about the Honeybee Inn. The Honeybee Inn cross-dressing event is still in. We've made it more modern. If we made the facility like we did in the original game, the physical unease would be staggering. So that was no good. Okay, at least they're aware of it, it sounds like. Um, And I guess obviously there are ways to do that thing on a very broad scale uh, in terms of similarities to without doing it in a fucked up way. Have a look at the oh man, mm. I, I I like this next quote. Okay, we wanted Tifa to have abs, so she has an athletic body type. The ethics department at Square Enix also told us that we had to tighten her chest as not to get unnatural during all the intense action. From there, we got oh the black God. underwear and fitted tank top. Oh, oh my God, puppy! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, like it sounds like they have. Conformed to a non-sexist portrayal, but um, not by choice. <laughs> well, because of something called an ethics department. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's called the brain, usually. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Tommy, it's a uh, small rooster who's wearing a hat <laughs> and has a job as a newsman back yeah. in the fifties. It's a little cricket that sits on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's. I was saying before, like that, you know, very like of its time. But then, remember, Breath of the Wild had that kind of dodgy yeah. cross-dressing sequence. Like it's, yeah, yeah. I, I think just any time you dabble in that as a feature of a game of like, mm, I'm gonna sneak in here by. I, I mean, I don't know. Could you do it in a way that's to, if it's just literally like I'm disguising myself to get in? I think the the thing that stuck out for me the most in playing it the other day was that. The, you know, every time you go looking for a wig or a dress or whatever, all the characters that you talk to to get those things are going, what the fuck do you want to be wearing a dress for? You're a bloke. Yes. Yeah. I, I guess if, if 
if the if the responses to your character doing that aren't too bad, but I just also think it's an it's enough of a it's enough of a topic that's just yeah, I don't I don't know. I think it's probably gonna raise the anger of some people either way. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's only ever played for laughs in that game yeah. and right. like there's no reason you couldn't sneak into a mansion as an electrician. Completely. You know, so because mm. like part of it. That's also how I do it. <laughs> Change a few light bulbs. Yeah, it's fine. And then I steal their light bulbs. <laughs> the part of the 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 original is the Don guy being like, "What? You're a m- m- man? Ugh, yeah. yucky!" And that is probably the worst aspect of the whole thing. So it's it's similar in a way to Persona 5's, uh, those characters in there that are like this fucking dumb, stereotypical, like predatory gay characters, right? Which are the worst part of that game. Like, mm-hmm. there's yeah, there, there's some stuff with like making fun of people with like gender and sexuality differences to mm-hmm. the norm that that you know is stinky. Yeah, and like, yeah, you've referenced Breath of the Wild. That's only a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. I don't know. And that was. So there was a bit of news saying that the reason they're doing a direct sequel is partly because they had so many DLC ideas that they're like, well, why don't we just do a sequel similar to Mario Galaxy 2? Imagine if Breath of the Wild 2 was all like, <laughs> we had so many more ideas about jokes for when Link is wearing a girl's clothes. Yeah. Blech. Yeah. It's all about pronouns and girls' yeah. clothes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, but Final Fantasy 7 still a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, it's great. And Final Fantasy 9, Ben, this is your first time playing it? It is, yeah. Yeah. What? How far in? What do you reckon? What's up? I'm like three or four hours in. Uh-huh. Um, like I've got to the the overworld map and I've gone to a couple of places. I think I'm in a a town now where there's some weird stuff going on with a frog. Mm. You've not seen a frog. You'd know the frog. Oh, uh, I don't think so. Okay. Like they're making people and there's like ice mages and stuff. And right. I'm pr- relatively early on. Yeah. Um, it's really strange. Uh, it doesn't have a very traditional narrative, in even in comparison to Final Fantasy VII. Like Final Fantasy VII is like, hey, here's a character who you are. Here's a small band of people. Here's a cause. Here's the company behind it. Here's the world. Yeah. Here's a whole bunch of... Comp- like it sort of develops relatively naturally. This is, I think, way more confusing. The aesthetic is really strange as well. I like it though. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just finding it really hard to place. Like, what is the tone and the style of this game? I think you maybe have to. Yeah, it comes in later because it is a lot more of an ensemble kind of thing, right? Right. And uh, almost a um, what's the word for when it's like sort of separate chapters, anthology. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's one direct, you know, through line story, but you kind of similar to like Mass Effect Two or something like that. You get okay. to have sort of a bit to deal with each of these characters. Thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I think because in comparison to say FF seven, mm. the first six hours are like one town, one story. Mm. Like you really get to know these characters, and then it opens up. This it's like half an hour. You're in this one town, and then you escape. You're in some other location. Yeah, you find a new town. There's other characters sort of popping in and out and changing loyalties. Yeah, um, but it's cool. I like the active time event thing. Where it's like literally cutting between different characters in different locations. Yeah. I think that's a cool way of presenting this kind of story. Totally. And like it looks good for, for yeah. the era that it's from. I, the art direction and all that sort of stuff is really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. 
Final Fantasy IX is still a very good game. Yeah. Um, you prefer it over seven, don't you, Adam? Yeah, I think it's my favorite one out of them. Because uh, right. it really, like, once by the time it's ended, it's done so much cool stuff. Right. And shown you so many right. weird, kind of unique, different things. Like, it was kind of a throwback to those earlier ones, but they were also mm. a bit weird. And it's not like traditional fantasy type of thing. It's mm. like some strange, like, 17, 1800s Europe type of odd thing. From a Japanese perspective. It's, right. Which is why I think it's such an odd tone. Yeah. <coughs> It also begins with a lot of the main character going, hubba hubba, look at that princess. That's the only reason I'm doing any of this. She's a hottie. Yeah. And other characters being like, but what do you mean? And he's like, it's okay to just do something because a woman's hot. (laughs) Like there's genuinely a lot of lines like that. Zidane is a piece of shit though. (laughs) That character. And everyone's like, you're kind of a dirtbag, man. And so his arc does end up being like, hey, stop being a (laughs) dirtbag, man. That's good because he's a fucking dirtbag. Uh, Vivi, the little black mage, is <laughs> yes. adorable. Yes, yeah, great character design for that. That yeah. is awesome. Because I'd never played this initially, but I did read PlayStation Magazine when it came out, and I loved that character design. Yeah. I really wanted to play it. I just think I couldn't afford the game. His storyline is really cool. Right. Uh, there's the knight. Mm-hmm. There's Steiner. the princess. Mm-hmm. There's the little tiny girl, which I don't think you've met yet. Probably not. Uh, there's the the like Lance woman who's like the bodyguard of someone. Oh yeah. There's the eye patch queen lady. Looks awful. Big Such fat queen. Great design. Like, yeah, yeah. Really like grotesque. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's. I like frog. the music as well. Yeah, the music's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Final Fantasy IX sick. Maybe I'm gonna play that again. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'm keen to go in after I'm done with seven. Mm. It's the uh, yeah, it's the one that I like. You're saying all the character designs always stuck out at me more so than any of the other ones. Mm. As being very interesting. Totally, those three on the original PlayStation are by far the best of the whole series. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, I'm willing eight, to throw eight. it out here now. This unpopular <laughs> opinion, but we're going to talk about all of them on. Uh Maybe on a certain future uh, Bandcamp episode. Yeah. And I'm going to echo the sentiment that things used to be better. <laughs> Eight has some of the most cinematic uh, sequences. Yeah. Like, in terms of the actual direction of it, I think is incredible. Yeah, that like, had a sequence that blew my fucking mind back in like 1999 or whatever. Was it the one? The sniper the- thing. The assassination oh, attempt yeah, is yeah. one of the coolest fucking pieces of shit that I've ever seen yep. in my goddamn life. The <laughs> demo, original demo for it, yeah. involved the students going on their first mission and that thing oh, yeah. chasing them up to the to the boat. That yeah. also is fucking amazing. That game's sick. It's so good. Final Fantasy's good. We're going to do some in-depth, deep dive, mm. history of Final Fantasy on a Bandcamp episode. That conversation wasn't just a plug, but I've turned it into one. <laughs> yeah. I am not above throwing in an ad. Uh, You want to know what else I've played recently? Nah. (laughs) All right. Uh, I've I've been playing Tetris Effect. Ah, sick. It's so good. Tetris Effect is fucking (laughs) rad. It's really, really fun. I'm loving putting on a podcast and just getting deep in the Tetris Tetris zone. Yeah. It's too long of a name. They shouldn't have called it the Tetris Tetris zone. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, man, you fucking chuck on those VR goggles. Yes. And you jump in there and... You don't, God, no son who don't talk to you no more mm. anymore. 
That son, you forget about him. He's yeah. not in VR. You forget about the son as well. Yeah, he's in AA, <laughs> not VR. Uh, I should say also, you don't chuck on a podcast. You crank that music up. Yeah. Because that also plays hugely into why it's such a fun version of Tetris. Yeah. It's so fucking put together. It's such a, mm. a, a complete, uh, it sounds lame to call it an experience, but it is. Yeah. It's deliberately made to be this fully sensory Tasting palate. I guess you don't get taste or smell from it. No. But if you eat and smell something during yeah. playing it, oh, we should suggest like a like a complimentary platter oh. to, to go with the Tetris game. That's a fucking sick idea. I want to be a video game sommelier. Maybe we should do that every week. <laughs> That's good. All right, you've been playing Final Fantasy Nine. What do you think pairs well with it? Ooh, uh, Final Fantasy Nine. I'm going to say a bowl of chili con carne. Mm-hmm. And Eclectic, yeah. but but heartwarming. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, satisfying, nice, uh, and a good mix of ingredients. Chuck yep. in some capsicum, some, some a five bean mix, as well as your your, your ground beef. Yeah, and um, maybe like a nice uh, nice tempranillo, perhaps ah. a glass of uh, red. Right, yeah, uh, a, an angry main matrix character. Temper Neo. Yes. Uh, yes. I've been, I finished off Outer Wilds. Yeah. And I would say that pairs well with uh, a nice uh, pepperoni pizza. Okay. And a Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, maybe out of sight of Dorito. Yes. Uh, temper not, temper, do, do, you can't combine those words. Temper, Why am I trying? Temperito. Temperito. Yeah. Fuck, you can combine them. <laughs> Turns out it's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what have you been playing? Mm. Well, Final Fantasy VII, I think, would go well with a, a, a delicious Blue Heaven milkshake. Sure. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I think it would... A lot of kind of steely blue colours in that colour palette, you know? Yes. You could have a meal in a pill, because it's kind of like a futuristic cyberpunk game, or a big bowl of greens. Mm-hmm. Do people in, in other countries yes. know what a Blue Heaven milkshake is? Interesting question. I feel like that's an Australian thing. I might hmm. be wrong, as I well, am. Well, I about guess we'll find out. Thing. Let's not explain it. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't even. I don't think I've ever had a Blue Heaven milkshake. No, neither have I. Never been interested. Because you know what? If fucking vanilla or caramel is right there, I'm going for vanilla if I'm normal, or caramel if I'm feeling fancy. <laughs> right. Ooh. Doesn't Blue Heaven taste like caramel? I, I've heard that it's just caramel with food dye in it. Then I'm in. Okay. If I'm feeling yeah, very maybe it's fancy. a mix with blue. <laughs> yes. It? Yeah. Yes. I think maybe it's a mix. I think maybe it's a mix of the two flavors. Yeah. Right. No, I think it's probably one ingredient that's naturally sourced. <laughs> it's blueberries. <coughs> oh God! All right, Tommy. Uh, what else you been doing? Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. No, he's looking it up. Shut he's up. looking up Blue Heavens. Shut up. Blue <laughs> flavor. It's a milkshake topping flavor blue heaven. sold primarily in Australia. Oh. It's blue. In colour and its taste is commonly described as a mix of vanilla and raspberry. Whoa. I've never had a raspberry milkshake, so. Commonly described. Mm. Rarely someone would describe it as chocolate. Yeah. And and just (laughs) poo. Uh, what 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 else have you been playing, Thomas? Well, do you wanna we got a little bit more news here. Yes. Um from the week. Uh, there was a thing out of E3 not long after we recorded again that um, 
the not not all the Pokemon can be imported imported into Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, and this has severely pissed off a lot of the hardcore Pokemon community. Yeah, we got a, a message like about this. Pe- yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, I'm. They were like, please talk about this. People are angry. I hadn't heard about it. I hadn't heard about the furor, and I hadn't heard about the Pokemon aspect of it. Um, yeah. It's well, yeah. I mean, it's funny that you know we 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 were a little tepid on everything we've seen of that game so far. Mm. It's and we were sort of saying that. Well, I guess if you're like a Pokemon fanatic, they all seem to be pretty into it. Who, they don't care that it just sort of looks the same in everything. Mm, yeah. So they were really the only ones that were like super into it, and now they're pissed off as well. <laughs> so now this right. seems like it's a game for almost no one. Mm. Yeah. The so there are people who I believe it's possible to take a Pokemon that was in Pokemon Red all the way up through to the the last most recent main Pokemon game. Right, okay. There were ways yeah, of more transferring less, yes. them between different generations and, mm. and, and figuring it out. Uh, so it was in like a, a custom, like you caught it in red, you named it, you raised yeah. it, you all taught it all the stats, moves. All its stats, all of its shit. Right. That same Pokemon has gone all the way up and through. So the idea that something that you've spent 20 years with Mm. and had 20 years of this thing moves forward and this is, you know, Mm -hmm. implied Mm -hmm. that it will always be the case. Right. They... Their their response to it has been like, I can see why people are annoyed. It doesn't personally affect me, so, you know, whatever, but Mm. I can feel empathy. Yeah. I'm sure of it. (laughs) So they... You know the, the the people, the directors of the game and stuff like that are kind of being shitty in a way of going like, well, we always kind of thought this would inevitably happen that mm. at some point the Pokemon wouldn't, but like, okay, figure out a way to prevent that. Then. <laughs> right? You know, it's they're saying like, well, we don't really have the time to mm. do you not because it sounds make it's the time. Like, you know, we have a kid. You know, and you raise that kid. And they change and they evolve over time and it's part of your life and you put yourself into that kid, not literally, and that kid <laughs> gives back to you. But at some point, <laughs> about 20 years in, that kid has to go away. Yeah. And it's hard. And sometimes that kid doesn't have the time to spend with you anymore. Sure. And you've got to be a grown-up about it. What if that kid, though, Ben, and let me yes. put this in terms you might be able to relate to, what Ones if that zeros. kid <laughs> leaving meant yes. that you had to go from the number 681 straight to the number 683? What? And there was a gap in the middle of your list there. Well, I wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> really frustrating. <laughs> Fuck. That would frustrate the shit out of me too. I don't know. I probably just... wanted to stick at that first number and not even progress. Exactly. Mm. I would want to just fuck off this new one yeah. and go, okay, red and blue still are the... Uh, gold and silver are the only good ones. Right, right. Uh, I, can, I don't know. I can play Sun and Moon. I've still got my son and my daughter named Moon. Yep. <laughs> and that's where I'll stay. And they're both... Kind of Hawaiian themed. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they got into lays and uh, yeah. ukuleles at age twenty. Great chip, great guitar. <laughs> the um, <coughs> oh god, the um, it just it just kind of sucks. Even if it wasn't mm. an, inevi- an an inevitability, which it isn't, right? Because uh, th- then this brings up something that uh, you know people who are big into Pokemon have been saying for years, and that you can kind of get a sense of from pretty much the outside mm. that the people making these games are stuck in old ways of doing things mm-hmm. uh, to some degree not competent in the same way that you would expect a big game studio like that to be well, is if the they accusation if they, people. If they haven't had to change, yeah. then they haven't had to learn how to do new things. Exactly. Yeah. So mm. 
but yeah, I, I, I get the frustration from people and them saying like, yeah, it's unfixable. It's like, well, it's obviously not mm. unfixable. You just have to make more stuff. Like it's unfixable if you demand that a new fucking basic Pokemon game be out every single year. Right. You know, I yeah. don't know. It, I, I think it's kind of shitty and it would definitely bother me if I was more invested in these games. Yep. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was kind of being facetious. I, I'm not fussed about this, but, and I hope people aren't being overly uh, aggressive mm. uh, in their response to it, but it seems kind of shitty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or disappointing. Yeah. It's, mm. yeah, it's completely fair to be disappointed by it, given that, yeah, when it's a thing that has been a staple of the series and we're in 2019, there's no technically reason mm. why, like technology is better than it's ever been. You could do this a decade ago and you can't do it now mm. when there's no real good reason behind it. And when it's a thing that you established and you're going to now not follow through on it, it's completely fair to feel disappointed. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's a case where people are getting worked up over it nothing mm. like i think yeah if you care about it that much and like we said when they're not really if it was like a complete overhaul of the series and it was doing all these really really brand new things then you could kind of go well i guess those older generations of pokemon maybe won't fit in as much or whatever but mm. when it appears to be largely the same game that they've remade a dozen times now it's like well why keep everything else the same and then fuck this one thing off like, totally why let that be the change and, and that's what's annoying about they're it they're on the switch now which yes has more advanced hardware than a 3ds but doesn't look like their game's fucking using all of that. No. And they're saying, no. like, the animations are more complex and blah, blah, blah. But I bet those Pokemon will come out with their little... <laughs> noises mm -hmm. and all that same fucking bullshit that they've had for 20 years and look pretty dodgy yeah. for a modern game. So, and, like, yeah, there's 850 of them or whatever. Fucking yeah. make them, though. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the game that you made. Mm -hmm. And if you can no I longer make thing, it, do something completely different, which yes. they do also can't be bothered doing. <laughs> yeah. I read a thing the other day that speaks to what you were saying, Adam, about how people kind of say that Game Freak is a bit of an incompetent company. Mm. Um, I, I just read this on a post on a meme page and then didn't uh, verify it anywhere else. And I'm now going to repeat it as if it's fact, a.k.a. the Adam Knox special. <laughs> and uh, uh, Yes. <laughs> Very good. A, uh, <laughs> Someone did some it's data just, mining it's, it's, of one of the it's last... Pretty much, it's, it's me and, like, 52-year-old <laughs> women who were the reason that Trump got it. it that's, they're, they're, like, yes. the two demographics that will conduct research in this manner. But Obama is Satan? <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I guess so. Yeah. Here's a fact about video games that a washed-out picture of a minion told me about. Cool. Yes. Um, yeah, it was it was something about how they'd done some uh, data mining. Someone had done some data mining of one of the last Pokemon games, and a certain Pokemon that you see in ve all these different areas of the game. When they went into the into the data of it, they there's like rather than just use the same model every time you see that Pokemon, it has its own new model for every like stored in the data for every time that you see it across the world. When it when right. the difference that it makes on the screen is is nil, like it looks exactly the same, but they've built the model again and again and again, rather than tell the game to just repeat the one that they've already made. Oh, weird! And just to I don't know, someone someone dug through that and was just like, this shows you how much they don't 
get how to make games. Right, that's <laughs> like so yeah. inefficient. Anyone yeah. who's like studied it for like a year at university would go, no, you get the one model and then you tell the game to pluck from that model mm. every time this thing is showing up. So, But they're like, no, nah, fuck, here it, here it is again. Right. I'm making a movie. There's 14 scenes. Yeah. I hired Ryan Gosling for the first scene and he did it. Ah, oh, fuck, we need to make the second scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can't get Ryan Gosling again. I'm too embarrassed <laughs> to ask. So hire an actor who looks exactly like him. Yes. And then we'll film right. it with him. Ah, oh, fuck, I should have hired a third actor. Uh, we'll Why don't you get just... a new guy and we'll plastic surgery his face to look like Gosling. That's got it, the got way it, to got do it, it, got it. Yeah. But sometimes, randomly, that guy shows up with inverted colours. Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's dumb. And like... That, missing Gosling. Uh, honestly, that sounds like such a sick movie if it's like <laughs> scene by scene. The appearance of well, the actor changes Dylan movie, just yeah. a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, but no, but that's just completely different people playing him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't look anything alike. Well, if you're listening at home, okay. I believe we've lost Com- Tommy here. Oh, there oh, he no, is. There and he I is. nearly called him Commie. <laughs> <laughs> which he is. You damn pinko. <laughs> um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it makes yeah. me less interested in that game because not that I've ever done it, I mm-hmm. don't think, even in the originals. No, no. But I that don't. idea of completing that Pokedex and filling in each of them mm-hmm. little blank spots. Yeah. Very appealing. Yep. Um, yep. I like it now to be a contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> contrarian is my least favorite Pokemon. <laughs> that's contrarian's noise. Um, that's contrarian's noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually. Uh, there was also a trailer and some more information during the week of Dr. Mario World coming out for the uh, iOS and Android mm. on July 10. Uh, ben, you're a big. Dr. Mario fan. I am. I'm a what huge, do you think of this? I'm a huge Dr. Mario head. Yeah, I'm into it. It's a fantastic game originally. It's mm. one of my two favorite games for the NES, that and Super Mario 3. Um, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm totally into this. I actually did. I haven't watched the trailer yet, um, but it, I just right. heard, I just saw that, yeah, there was more news about it and um, it doesn't matter to me because I'm going to get it anyway. So it's, it's not yeah. the same gameplay as the original. I did hear that. Uh, yeah. It's pretty different. It's pretty Candy Crush. Yeah. It's a lot closer to something like a Candy Crush than to Dr. Mario. Which does, doesn't bother me because I love Candy Crushes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got the like, yeah. you know, your hearts are your number of plays and they recharge every half hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very mobile game stuff. Doesn't really bother me too much either just because it's kind of what I expected them to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks like it could be a fun little puzzle game. Yeah. Ben is now tilting his phone to the side <laughs> to watch the trailer for Dr. Mario I'm watching World. watching it now. Oh, there's little bugs. The little virus boys are there. Oh, yes. <laughs> They've got shit voices, though. Oh. That's one aspect of the trailer that you can't get without the volume is they're like, <laughs> yes. oh, hey, don't get rid of me. Like just terrible, terrible mm. voices. Mm. <laughs> I'll um, be playing it with sound yeah. off. Okay, yeah, this looks good. I'm still into this. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, I had puzzle games on the mobile, always a lot of fun. Looks like there's some yeah cool different stages and stuff in this. Mm. Like uh, yeah, they've done a good job of yeah rather than just port over the original Doctor Mario. Like they've actually tried to give it progression and mm. um bit of bit of flair mix it up a bit yeah there's like yeah, it looks great some yeah different functions some like bombs and ca- and uh cooper shells and stuff yeah this looks really fun yeah. and super well presented yeah. as um super mario run was as well mm. yeah 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 it so july 10 whatever. july 10 
Uh, we can I, uh, review it uh, on our Melbourne live show. Uh, <laughs> Buy tickets now at <laughs> filthycasuals.com.au. I um, have played a couple of games. Three, to be more specific. Oh. I finished out a Wilds, which I mentioned last week and talked about the week before. Yeah. Fucking amazing game. Yeah, you were effusive in your praise for it uh, two weeks ago. And I am effusive my name is Effusiver, Lucifer's brother, <laughs> oh. my original character that I came up with. <laughs> God. Uh, I, it's such a good game. It's my favourite game I've played this year. It is wow. beautiful and thoughtful and intricate and detailed and clever and uh, absolutely fucking gripping from start to finish. <laughs> wow. I okay. really like everything about it. Goddy. Got right. a contender. I got it. <laughs> That's what you said, I assume. Y- yep. Um, yeah, if you can get your hands on it, try and play it because I think it's very good. Call it John because it's Gotti. You what? like John Gotti? The, uh, someone out there will like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, call it. Uh, if you're that person, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> We're very worried about you. <laughs> Call it a 19-year-old wearing thin wraparound sunnies in a nightclub because it's gaudy. Ecstasy. <laughs> ah, cool. yes. Uh, cool. Cool. Are you going to do one, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any water left in this well for me to drink upon. Mm, gaudy, gaudy, gaudy. What? Oh, that wasn't one. You were saying you didn't want to do one. <laughs> I mean, we can count it as one. <laughs> um, Call me a uh, yes. famous Spanish architect because I'm gaudy. Yes, probably. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, suck, uh, suck it. What? Fucking good game. <laughs> <laughs> sucking good game. <laughs> it is a sucking good game. Uh, we're saying suck sucking my dick, fucking. it's good. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I, I really, really like it. Hopefully it comes to other stuff at some point. Uh, but I don't know what Microsoft's yeah. sort of connection to it is, so maybe right. it won't. Um, and then I played some Dragon Quest Builders. Oh yeah, the first Tommy's one. Favorite mm-hmm. game. Yeah, it's really good. It's a, it's yeah. a good time. The second one's coming out soon, so I wanted to go right. back to this one. And yeah, I'm really having fun. Uh, very simple and straightforward and mm. relaxing. Go get these bricks. Put these bricks up, <laughs> yep. and you're like, absolutely, I will. Cool. There's Happy not to a, help you guys. I'm not fussed. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I'll help out. You go. You go to sleep. Mm. You just go and have a lie down. I'll build you a bed. Then you can have a lie down. You it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Doesn't s- bother me at I'm all. I'm here to build. Hey. Hey, put your feet up. <laughs> go on, put your feet up. You're starting to sound a little bit passive aggressive. Hey, go on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you know what? I'll clean anything Please, up. Shit your, on the floor. Your I Majesty, have a seat on the throne. Yeah, no. I, I could be questing for dragons, <laughs> but I'll build you this. Yeah. I'll build you this. Yes. Ugh. So you love it. <laughs> it's such a fun game. <laughs> right. And yeah, the Switch yeah, is perfect great. for it. Uh, and then... Mm. I do. I just love the conceit of that world being that everyone except you has forgotten how to make things. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it feels like that around this house. <laughs> sometimes it feels like that is what's happened. Seems like you. Sometimes you build something poorly just so you don't have to build stuff anymore, and I have to do all the building. <laughs> oh, you built this, did you? You built it. That's built to you. That looks <laughs> built. Okay. That's nice to know that that is what built looks like what do you in mean? your you world. Can't, you can't find the building tools. You probably had a, a man's <laughs> look for them, didn't okay, you? Okay, are you building with your eyes or with your mouth? 
Um, you can't build anything with your eyes. Sucking hell. <laughs> it's good. Uh, yeah, fun game as well. And I've since I cracked out the old Switch, mm. I've been cracking down on not playing Cadence of Hyrule. Right. Uh, People are loving it though. You've been playing some of it too as well, right, Tommy? Yeah, I I've played a little bit. I don't think I would have played too much more than you, but uh, I really like it so far. I think mm. it's great. It's it's a fun time. So uh, I played some of Crypto the Necrodancer back mm -hmm. in the day, like mm. two years ago, not that much of a day, but um, it, it, kind of rhythm game. Mm -hmm. You can turn the rhythm off and yep. like an accessibility option. So then make, what does it become? A platformer? Uh, no, it's a yeah, like sort of top-down combat Dungeon exploring oh, okay. game, right? Uh, and then, so how is the rhythm incorporated? So the rhythm is more just to give you pressure. So every when the when the beat is hitting, bup bup bup, you know what a beat is? No, I didn't. The, <laughs> you have to move your character in time to the beat so oh. that you have some pressure to make decisions quickly. And if you break <laughs> a combo, then you have to get a little bit more damage from enemies uh, and deal less damage to them. That. So you've got to keep the rhythm up like that. Right, okay. Um, yeah. It, the, and the enemies are also moving in time to the beat right. in various right. different patterns based on what type of enemy they are. So there's sort of combination of matching the rhythm and then also kind of, you know, making sure you're placing yourself on the grid in the right place so that you can kind of sneak up on the enemy and not be hit mm, by them and, right. yeah, be, be a bit tactical You have to it. plan five steps ahead, but you because you're doing it in rhythm, it makes it quite tough to see that far ahead that quickly. Some enemies will follow you to the <laughs> oh. rhythm. Some will try to move ahead of you Pac-Man style. <laughs> some will sit there. Some will move themselves to their different place. Like that, that is the kind of feeling that gets you where you're like, fucking hell. It's like an right. improv game. One of those sort of things where you're like, I can't keep up with this pace. An improv game. It sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean though Those things where it's like each I hope no one invades my personal space yeah. <laughs> Each person has to like say the next word um, Right I, But all the Zelda trimming is fucking awesome It's got all these right. great remixes of Zelda music mm. uh, All the Zelda look to it Every enemy that you're fighting is you know Like a hobgoblin or whatever the fuck's in Zelda Yep um, And it's, it's a really good Legit sequel to that game mm. That uh, mm. the 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 trimming of another uh, property works really well on it because the original had like you know good music and all that sort of stuff. But right, it's all original stuff. So the the Nintendo -y music is an extra little bit of a, a kick into right. enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I would love to see. I think them the main do thing more. I've seen, I think the main thing I've seen online about this is that uh, people thought it was just going to be a crypt of the necro dancer game with just a Zelda skin over it and I think people have been very surprised by how much it actually just feels like a Zelda game that just has this weird different gameplay mechanic in it and yeah it really does it feels it it yeah it totally. doesn't feel like a cheap like a cheap little DLC thing it it does feel like it could be a Nintendo game like that they made themselves like it it feels fully like you're in a Zelda game they're working in all these like Zelda style puzzles of pushing blocks and getting keys and doing whatever, getting little items, uh, fucking jumping mm. around. <laughs> um, I would love to, yeah, if they do like a Mario one next. Okay. So much of a music back catalog to draw on. Yes, yes. Do a fucking, yeah, do a Green Day tight. one. Fuck it. Go rock band style. <laughs> yeah. And go full on do like. Do the American Idiot story. Yeah. <laughs> like a rock off the, the Jimmy the Jesus, yeah. whatever his name was. Yes. 
Yeah. Jesus of Suburbia? That's the guy. I think his name was Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. And uh, <laughs> uh, Get Billy Joe into Smash and then ooh. next step. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That'd be so good. <laughs> Bill, what would Billy Joe's um, attacks in Smash He'd be? have strong arms. That's nah, for damn sure. <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> huh? Uh, his taunt would be putting a bit of dookie on the ground. Ooh. Uh, Kazooie would come out of his backpack. <laughs> that was the bass player. Yeah. <laughs> the well, the the bass player character is Mario. Mm. Bass player. Bass player. Yes. Car- bass. Bass player. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. Yeah. Look, it's not for everyone. <laughs> Cadence of yeah, uh, the Mushroom something- Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Here's something I forgot to say last week. We were talking about the E3 conferences and how a lot of them were quite tedious with having the audience hooting and hollering all the way through Mm. and then Nintendo's being a bit of a breath of fresh air because it was all pre-edited and stuff. But then I went and looked – I made the mistake of going on Twitter and looking up um, fan responses to Banjo being – announced as a Smash Brothers character and people watching it live and reacting live to seeing it. And, my God, some of the worst stuff I've ever seen on the internet. Just truly awful stuff. Mm. That's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Sorry, I had an idea just then for a fantastic... I don't have any programming ability, but what if someone mm. made, you know, you can do the auto speech reading out things on a computer. Yes. Text what if to you, speech. Text to speech. What if you did one of them, but it was all Banjo-Kazooie voice? So whenever you loaded up a page, it would just come up with oh. a thing down the bottom that was Banjo's face going, I like it. You should do that with your programming skills. There was a there was a uh, polar bear that went, of that sort of shit. <laughs> so one of our fans out there, our talented fans who's good at programming, mm. get onto it. Yeah. Mm. Whoever redirected Filthy Casuals <laughs> World Tour.biz to our website, <laughs> yes. make me that extension. Mm. And don't fucking put a virus in there because you know I'll download it. Yeah. Or I'll not know about it and get suck it in. <laughs> Sorry, fuck it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cadence of Hyrule... Good time. 10 out of 10? You probably got to be a Zelda fan. Right. Uh, specifically the 2D Zeldas, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a fun idea. I'm looking forward to Blood playing Bloodstained. That's out on the day that we're recording this. Oh, right. Cool. Yep. Um, the Castlevania Symphony of the Night spiritual follow-up. Mm-hmm. That looks dope as hell. Yep. And I love dope shit. You know, if they did a... Uh Crypt of the Necro Dancer of, of that. Yeah. It'd be called Castlevania. It'd be called Rhythm of the Night. Damn. <laughs> hey, hey, my hey, it's your cousin. Your cousin. Johnny Best Joke Ever. <laughs> you know that new sound you've been looking for? Here it is. I say the joke again. Yeah. <laughs> um, good shit. I've also been playing FIFA, NBA <laughs> Live, and Madden. Did you buy that pack that was on special? For- no, I wasted a bunch of money. Because, <laughs> 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 um, but what I did do was buy NBA Live for like ten bucks. Right. It was on this crazy special oh, months ago, and I've gone back in. Cool. I like the EA Sports games. I think they're really well done. And FIFA is, you know, the the big flagship one. Yeah. And I hadn't played FIFA nineteen before this week. Got it. 
fucking great. The story mode's really good, and it's just so tight and well made. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm loving it. I when when a bunch of stuff was on sale over E3, I bought the FIFA 17, 18, 19 trilogy thing because it was like $15 right. for all three to play through their story modes, yes. which is apparently a trilogy. The journey, yes. I love a story. Yeah. I love a kick of the old pigskin. <laughs> well, well, if you combine the two together, you've got yourself a, a mashup as good as Zelda mm. crossed with Green Day mm. <laughs> or whatever we were talking about earlier. I'm yeah. honestly so fucking tired. <laughs> um, the... I played 17 as well, actually. I didn't right. play 18. Alex. Hunter. Hunter. You can't skip those cutscenes. Right. Some of them. And well, why would long. you, though? Surely it's soccer in between. Yeah. If you want to play soccer, there's other places in a FIFA game where you can do that. Maybe if you'd started the journey thinking it was maybe a franchise mode or something uh, and were too far in to <laughs> quit. I mean, you can burn your finger while you're cooking as well. If you're a dumbass, it's not the stove's fault. <laughs> that's, <laughs> look, that's fair. Uh, I am a good cook, though. It would never happen, so I can't relate to that analogy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun. It's really well made. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying playing FIFA. A lot of people angry at EA, and you know, as with many other games and companies, about the monetization and specifically their sports games. Mm. I think NBA 2K as well, which is obviously not EA. It's yeah, 2K. It's 2K has some fucked um, monetization stuff. Yeah. For where you're paying full price for a game and then it's... I mean, I don't know the details because... There's not- a lot of loot box stuff with cosmetic things right. in, in, in at least the NBA one. There's some shit in FIFA. I can't remember what it's called, but it effectively worked out to be like a gambling mode. Oh. And then people were fucking laundering money through it at some point. Okay. Because you could buy these FIFA points and then in some way cash them out. Right. Okay. And people, yeah, like... I mean, if there's a, an economy around people buying the points off other people because they're valuable for uh, Right. You know, that, whatever. that would be it is they yeah. were selling their accounts. Yeah, yeah. And then going like, hey, million FIFA for points in this account, buy it for 300 bucks. Yeah, right. And we'll get some easy, clean money. Yes. Laundering money is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Being able to make money seem clean when it was mm. dirty money. <laughs> I've often thought about what I'd do if I found a big fucking bag of cash. No country for old men style. Yeah. Yeah. And whether or not I'd be able to get away with it. Mm. And I think the answer is no. <laughs> I think I'd be found and gutted within yeah. a day. Yeah. I, but yeah, I think I'm the same. Oh, I'd love to try. Yeah. I mean, I, you just <laughs> want to feel something, you know? Yeah. What do you do? Because obviously from the moment you find the bag, say it's under a bridge, you spot it, you get the bag. What situation is the bridge in? So you're walking to work. It's okay. a city bridge. Ooh. So like it's over Mary Creek or something like that. It's okay. a sort of... Uh, inner suburbs Sub- yeah, bridge. suburban bridge. So it's not like, yeah, fucking Flinders Street or whatever, but yeah. it's an inner suburbs bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one around. Over a river or over a, a, an overpass situation? Ah, uh, river because the, yeah, river. Okay. So when you go down to get the bag, yes. you don't think anyone will be able to see you. Yeah, okay. That sort of situation. But there's an old man fishing down the stream yeah. a little bit. He yeah. goes there every morning, you know, just oh, to shit. relax a little bit. And just today happened to see a bag sailing by. And and I, I, picked up. Am I the old man no. or do I have to kill the old man? Yeah, he's your witness. Well, no, I'm not killing someone for money or I've done it already. No, but he might tip someone off. You don't know he's there. Tommy, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the toilet. I'm not <laughs> so is this podcast, <laughs> to be honest. I think it's probably time to wrap up for the week. What do you reckon, Thomas? I'm just thinking this is a conversation we should save for the Patreon episode mm. that we have to do after this. How would you 
get away with finding a bag of money. One million dollars bag. One million dollars bag. Yeah, all right. Maybe we should Mm -hmm. save that for the Patreon. We'll see. (laughs) I don't know if I've got (laughs) any more steam in that because at some point I just have to describe myself being killed by a drug dealer. Yeah, sitting in a motel room (laughs) as someone (laughs) comes to get you. Yeah. Uh, But Patreon is Um, available to anyone who wants to support us mm -hmm. there. We have fun conversations and uh, review stuff that's not games every week. Yes. On the the $10 tier. On the $5 tier, you get to be in our Facebook group, which is really cool. Mm. None of it's really, you know, products we're giving you. It's little bonuses if you want to support the show. It really, really is so fucking appreciated. Yes, which we do appreciate. Sorry, faux sucking appreciated. Faux sucking. Yeah, so all that stuff, filthycasuals.com.au. We also have... The live show is coming up, Melbourne, July 13, Sydney, July 21. Those are going to be a lot of fun. Yep. So come and come and get behind us. I can't emphasize enough uh, if you're one of the people who messaged us privately on both the Facebook page and my personal account to complain about not being able to get tickets to the last one, just buy them now and you'll be set. Yep. Yep. There's you, no more seats. Here's a little mnemonic device I use to remember. Mm-hmm. Buy them now, don't miss out. Buy them later, maybe wait uh, till the next one. <laughs> That's really helpful. Buy them soon, mm-hmm. maybe okay. <laughs> Buy them far, na na na. That's the best one. <laughs> Buy the middle. Oh, there's another. <laughs> <laughs> hey, diddle diddle. <laughs> so that one really, I don't know what to say about the middle. Yeah, yeah. It could go either you way. You just sort of try and distract them just with like, like a little oh, hey, diddle, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> filthycasuals.com.au. Uh, check us out on all that stuff, all the socials. Give us a follow. Uh, get on the Patreon. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time, as we say, here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. I'm on the toilet <laughs> as well now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 